Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 150. Shit, talking mushrooms. Yeah, and this is chapter one of Fairy Tale Horror. So uh, we went with a pretty, I think, I I hope it's not that niche of a genre in horror. Uh, I know there's a ton of horror movies that have some type of story and background. It's like, well, from this legend this thing happens first one popped in my head was pumpkin head if you know your horror then you know like oh yeah that was like a voodoo thing or hatchet that's folklore-ish stuff if you go into the don't go to the swamp you get fucked up <laughs> sounds like a folk tale to me but um we went with some pretty good ones uh it's gonna be some new new ones like the one i picked that we watched today and some older ones that i absolutely love and we're actually gonna revisit one from the first year of the Halloween Screamathon, it was actually episode 15. Uh, that'll be a little bit later, but yeah, it's really cool. So, I have a rule. So, we can do episodes again. At least six months have to go by, and at least one new person has to be on the episode. Full so, if it's agree. something that like I did in the first ones, they're like, you know, what we do in the shadows. I'd love to show that to more people and talk about it. So, I did that just drinking one night in the first <laughs> year, so... There are tons of things that I do want to revisit because, you know, gotten a little bit better at doing this. It's not just, hey guys, uh, Freddy Krueger's cool. Okay, so you guys tomorrow. You know, <laughs> actually, <laughs> a little bit better at talking. But the episode we did today was the Irish supernatural horror film called The Hole in the Ground. I was going to say it was Irish slash. I thought it was another country too. Finnish? You saw something. Bit. It was finished productions, but it's about Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why when I stopped, I was like Irish. I was like yeah, something when the, else. When the production company credits popped up at the very beginning of the movie, uh, I didn't know that this was a foreign film before we started it. So when we started it, it like gives you the title. I was like, okay, a hole in the ground, cool. And then it started listing the production companies, and it was like Finnish film features and I was like oh fuck this is gonna be scary as shit and then it was like Irish company like international fucking film whatever and I was like oh my god this is gonna be horrific yeah. <laughs> like, and then Finnish and Irish like yeah and uh, not just one not just no. one foreign country two foreign countries yeah we we must get fucked up with this y'all out here collabing on my emotions and yeah, I don't yeah. know how I feel about it yeah, yeah. so a twenty four they're all about um really good like international things they they bring over tons of really good films and shows so when i saw a24 i was like okay this, this is gonna be a solid one uh they're really good at picking shit just like um oh what's the group that did uh midsummer they're the ones that are always involved in things like that yeah that was terrifying yeah, there, there's a group that a24 just did midsummer, I, I think i didn't think they did it's some it's some other group but uh either way there are multiple groups out there that are like hey look what we found over here, <laughs> this is gonna scare the shit out of you. And you're like, you're right, <laughs> sir. Um, but no, holding ground. It's um, pretty dang good. I I enjoyed myself, and it's it's so being that it's fairy tale, we'll explain the connection to some type of fairy tale. So in Irish folklore, uh, one of the things that they bring up is about changelings, and so these fairies, what they like to do is uh, lure kids out into dark places, snatch them up. And then they switch places with the kids, and then they go back to the parents. And it's like, yes, I'm your child. And, uh, yeah, so when I saw this, I was like, I swear that that was a thing. Like, uh, it's not even just Irish folklore. I swear it's other countries. It's and fairy folklore. I mean, think the Winx Club, if you want to go yeah. super innocent. Oh, yeah, this happens a lot. And what is it? Um, not Wendigos. Isn't there one, like, in Supernatural that, like, changes into people? Changelings. Looks like them. There's is it just is it just changelings? There's Wendigos. There's yeah, I thought Wendigos. Everything. Was the one Wendigos. There's everything in Supernatural. Yeah. Yes, there they is. Because it ran for over 300 episodes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So I picked this one because I saw this. Um, it's newish. It came out uh, January 2019. So I saw this and I was like, either this is gonna happen now, before October. Or it was gonna be an October pick for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty dang good. I liked it a lot. It, it's very um, intimate. There's not that many people in the cast, just like the Babadook. Um, there's like, there was like six people in that, that movie. 
Uh, Way better. Then uh, (laughs) Goodnight Mommy. There wasn't a T-Rex sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Goodnight Mommy, there was maybe five people in that Mm -hmm. movie. So That's the one. uh, A lot of these intimate like horror films with kids and stuff, it seems to work better when there's not that many other people. And it's just people feel kind of trapped. We have watched 150 of these so far. And there aren't a lot of these films that have genuinely like crept me out through the length of the film. Like, some stuff would be creepy at the very beginning, and the second you see the monster, it's like, okay, like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. This movie, from start to, like, fucking finish, I was on the edge of my seat, like... It was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. I was, like, clutching Otis. Like, I was holding onto his arm, like, nervous about what was gonna happen, because... Well, I mean, the opening credits, like, like, (laughs) the car is, like... The Shining, and I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. fuck that! No, if we're going down that road, mm-hmm. I'm done." <laughs> oh yeah, and anytime anyone is driving in a car, I just my heart starts racing immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because Jeepers in creep. Well, not even Jeepers Creepers, but in literally <laughs> yeah. every fucking show and movie out there, when someone is driving the car and they turn to look at the other person that they're that's in the car with them, yep, they get in a fucking accident. That mom turned her head for like. A minute straight to yell at her little boy. And I was like, girl, you're going to fucking fly off a cliff right now. Stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But uh, a very good one. Uh, I would check it out. Absolutely fun. So, uh, like always, we'll get through the story and we'll talk about it. And we'll go through favorite and least favorite characters and all that stuff. So, uh, sit back and relax. Enjoy holding the ground. So, this one, like I said, it's a small cast. So, it's Sarah and her son, Chris. And they don't fully explain the reason. Uh, we get context clues about why, but they have moved to a uh, nice, quiet town in Ireland. Uh, very rural. rural. The rural juror. Rural. I struggle so much with the word rural. I love uh, it. Rural. In like the Irish countryside, starting a new life. And um, there are a couple of talks from Chris about you know where's dad and other. There's other signs pop up, but. Uh, it's made to assume that it wasn't a good situation, and the mom uh, left that. And so, it, like good I said, it, it comes mm-hmm. up in the mm-hmm. other good things. So, um, yeah, they they meet up at this house, uh, and they seem to be really happy. Chris uh, isn't the biggest fan at wanting to make friends at school and stuff. He doesn't kind of really understand it, but you know, he's going to try. That's the shitty part about moving. You're like, I don't care, but then you gotta have friends and shit like that. So you just big dick it till you're the like hottest shit on the campus, and then you <laughs> yep. start being your normal self. Yeah. So uh, driving to their home one day, uh, they're having a good time, just like Katie said. Uh, the mom takes her eyes off the wheels just for a little bit, and then oh, what the hell's in the road? It's a crazy old lady, and they swerve and almost hit the lady and just destroy her, and so. Sarah gets out of the car, and she's talking to her, and she doesn't really say anything. She's just kind of quietly mumbling to herself, and then she takes a real hard look at the boy and just kind of stands there. And Sarah's like, okay, well, I'm going to leave now, crazy old lady. You have a great day. And then (laughs) she probably drives off. Uh, Later that day, um, we get a little couple of clues of how their relationship goes between Sarah and Chris. Uh, Chris... Doesn't want to finish his dinner, and so Sarah initiates their game, the thing they do, mm-hmm. I guess, to um, deal with, you know, uh, debates or anything. And so she counts down from three, and they make funny faces at each other. And whoever breaks first, they have to do whatever the other person wants them to do. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, and so he has to finish his food, and he complains, and she's like, well, put some Parmesan cheese on it. He's like, I don't like Parmesan cheese. I don't like that dust cheese. Yeah. <laughs> But he gives in. He's like, okay. Like, you won, you won, I guess. Parmesan cheese is awesome. I don't like the dust kind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different types. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I'd rather just, like, get it shaved. Like, get brand fresh or buy it already shaved. Yeah. I don't don't need that. I mean, any type of, like, real good dry crumbly cheese will work in that situation, honestly. Dubliner. Yeah, Dubliner is fucking awesome. And it's Irish. So. so. Um, so, um, Sarah is working on taking down the wallpaper in the house because it's all shitty and cracked. So she goes down to the basement and finds a, like, paint scraper. She hears... Finds the world's scariest <clears throat> basement. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, the house is kind of creepy if you think it about it. It is kind of creepy, but like, fix your lights. Yeah. <laughs> she hears a scream and she runs back up to the kitchen. Uh, Chris is freaked out. There's this big ass spider in the kitchen. Uh, and he is not a fan of it. So I, I understand mean, that. And it's big, but it's not like Australia big. Yeah. It's but, not that big. Yeah. But he's freaked out. I'd uh, freak out. Sarah takes the spider outside and they talk about it. And he's like, why don't you kill it? Like, why'd you let it out? And it's like, well, she didn't, you know, the spider didn't mean to come inside. You know, no need to kill it. And he's like, well, dad would kill it. And then they have a couple of little dialogues about dad and, you know, the kid's like, well, you said dad was going to be right behind us and he's not. He's like, you're a liar! And what little, what do little turd kids do? They run away from you. After when they, they stomp on shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, they kill the spider and runs off. He runs into the woods and disappears for a bit. Ooh, boy. You hear... Dude, hard no. You hear a slight scream, it sounded like, in the... Uh, just in the air. She runs and finds this gigantic sinkhole, an absurdly large sinkhole, and she looks into it, and if I saw that and my kid ran away in that direction, I'm like, he fell in. Like, that's what he did. I probably would have been screaming. She did not scream that much. No, I'd have been down in that hole. I'd have been like... Yeah. And then, lo and behold, Chris is behind her. Some fucking how. And he's like, what you doing, Mom? And she's like, oh, okay. Well, let's go back inside. That was really creepy. So, let's get in there. Uh, Even from the beginning, Chris is uh, acting a little different than (laughs) than he usually does. Um, doesn't seem like that much of an issue at first, but Sarah seems to be kind of a little confused about things. So, uh, she's at a dinner party with friends, and they bring up a story about a neighbor, actually, Sarah's neighbor, the crazy lady, and how, uh, the eighth birthday of her son, James, she actually had doubts that that was not her child. So something happened, he left, or, I don't even think he disappeared, he's just, one day he was there, the next day, she was like, that's not my son. And actually runs him over with a car later on because she was just really bothered by it. So um, now we understand why she is extra super duper just off. Crazy. Just standing in the street kind of situation. So back at school, Chris seems to be doing a little bit better. Um, there's like a talent show that he's going to be in and and he's talking and making friends and stuff. And it was really funny this line that he says... He's like, oh, you're making friends with that one kid. You said he was kind of a loser at first. He's like, oh, I don't have to make friends? He's like, I don't have to if you don't want me to. I was like, that's a weird-ass thing for a kid to say. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you can tell that Chris, quotation mark, Chris is just putting up on putting on airs. He's like, oh, I don't have to. I can just stay in the corner and be weird. Cool. I can do that. Whereas <laughs> uh, <laughs> the captions call him fake Chris. Yeah. <laughs> So, Sarah, uh, multiple nights, Sarah hears just doors slamming, which would make me just pull out a knife and or gun. a hard stop. Um, I don't like that. I would have added new locks to doors, but... There's um, a reason Otis and I don't have kids, and this is one of them. What, just a door? Fucking doors opening and closing willy-nilly. I need Um, to know exactly what's happening in my house at all times. (laughs) Okay, the cat can run around, and I know exactly what a cat running around in the middle of the night sounds like. Little kids know how to open doors and slam shit. Emma can attest. It's horrific. Correct. I'm not dealing with that. Bella out here just slamming oh, doors. Oh, it's a lot at 2 o'clock in the morning when you get a pull on your comforter and a, Hi, Mommy. You can back the fuck off. I will punch you square through that drive. That's exactly. Like, I can't. Like, I my own it. child, I'd be like, nah, you about to get yeeted I halfway down this like, hallway. Just, just climb into bed. Like, don't talk to me. Just get in bed. <laughs> yeah, get, get closer to Katie just, and then say weird things. Right? Don't say That's anything. It's want. nighttime. Go to wait sleep. until you're near the air. Yeah. In the ear. Just wait. Hello, mother. Oh, I've had <laughs> it, I've had it happen. Katie. I have watched kids at their house overnight. I've had little kids, like, come up in the room that I'm staying in and we just be like, hard to stop. Nope. Are you awake? No, I'm not fucking awake. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now. Yeah. So in these multiple nights, Sarah is properly freaked out. And there's actually one night where she looks around the house and doesn't see the kid. She's like, fuck, he's outside again. I told him not to go outside. And then he's right behind her in the house. Like, what you doing, mom? 
Like you weren't in the house. I was freaking out and I went outside looking for you. It's like, like she's on the phone with the police. Yeah, it's like, day. nah man, you're crazy, mom. I'm, I'm I was right time. here. Shifty eyed. So uh driving home with Chris from school another day. Um they um they see old crazy old Noreen. Always crazy good for a laugh. <laughs> so Sarah gets out the car and, and tells her like, Hey, you gotta get out the way so I can go home, Chief. Uh, and then Noreen kind of looks at the kid and is like, that's not your son. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not your son. And then her husband, Dez, comes out and he's like, oh, hi. Uh, we didn't get introduced. So, you know, that's my crazy wife. And, you know, what's your name? And she looks back at Noreen and she is now at the passenger door looking at the kid, yelling, punching at the glass, and then headbutts the glass. That's yelling, not your son. Yeah, yelling, not that's your not son. your son. Uh, Daz comes up and grabs her, and then Sarah's like, well, time for me to skedaddle. That was a... I've gots to go. That's a... This old lady is batshit. Yes. Or is she? Leave. <laughs> Dude, that kid, like, sits up in his seat, and he's, like, staring her down, like, his eyes get all wide. That little thing, just him in the car, slowly sitting forward, like... Looking at, oh my god, no. This kid's a hell of an actor. Yeah. Hard stop. Yeah, there's a couple of kids out there that, uh, what, The Gift? No, Gifted. I think it's mm-hmm. named the one. There's another one with a kid. He's like super duper smart, but he's like super duper creepy the whole time. It's a really good one. It's the same kid that was, uh, Georgie in the new It movie. It's that kid, and he's in a scary movie. But, um, so. The next day, Sarah goes back because she's a little bit curious about this crazy old lady, crazy old Noreen, and she sees Noreen in her front yard. I'm like, what you looking at, Noreen? You stooped over in the ground. Oh, your head's in the ground. Oh, you're dead. Someone buried your head in the she ground. Ostriched. And you're dead. Sweet. So, there's a funeral, and Sarah sits down with Dez, the husband, and they talk, and you see in their house, there's mirrors everywhere, and they're covered up by little sheets. And so she says that every day she had to check everybody in the house just to make sure they were them and not an imposter because just like the son, James, she had her doubts. So he said every morning she, he had to check just to make sure that he didn't get snatched in the night. So uh, very crazy stuff. Uh, I felt I felt real bad about Noreen. So mm-hmm. um, around this time, like I said, it's still little doubts are popping up and stuff. And so... Um, Chris starts eating food that he's really not really a fan of. And she's really confused about why he's just like destroying his food. Sarah goes out for a jog one day and she sees one of his toy soldiers in the forest. And so she keeps it to herself just for a little bit. And she brings it up at dinner and she's like, I told you not to go outside. Why were you out there? He's like, I wasn't out there, mom. He's like, well, why was your toy out there? And he's like, I wasn't out there. And they get a little bit louder with each other. And then Chris decides to use his super superhuman strength to just push the fucking dining table, dining room table, into his mom and kind of trap her for a second in the kitchen. Ooh, when he grabbed that table, I was like, you need to stop it. Uh, it's, yeah, like I said, every, the, the facade is starting to crack. And at this point, the mom, Sarah, is very much like, I'm 90% sure that's not my child. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to swing on the kid instantly, but I don't think that's my kid. Uh, like I said, there's still tons of things happen. Uh, she hears weird sounds coming from the room one night, and she looks through the peephole and doesn't see anything. She crouches down to the floor and looks through the bottom of the door. She sees a spider on the ground, and she sees a hand grab it, and what? she looks through the peephole. <laughs> Her son is eating a spider. Hard, but also hard it's no. not a normal hand that grabs the spider. It was like the hand got set down next to the spider, and then the fingers grew to grab the spider. It's weird. Horrific. So, that was a hard pass. So like I said, at this point, everything's getting getting kind of weird, and the mom is very much getting bothered by things. Hey, she's getting all the wallpaper off, and I like the new wallpaper she put up from The Shining. So, uh... There's a lot of different signs of things from The Shining in this movie. I thought it was really cool. At the talent show, our boy Chris, fake Chris, he's up there singing a song. What was, what was the song? Because you knew the words to it. Uh, raw, oh, Rolling Bog, Rape 
Something about a hole in the bog. A hole in the bog. It's basically a hole in the bottom of the sea, but Irish. Yeah. Yeah, they sing it. I saw some video of people singing it at an Irish wedding. And it was like... Rattlin' Bog or... Rattlin' Bog, yeah. Rattlin' Boggers. The whole, like, wedding party got together and sang it. And, like, they, like, slow... Progressively got faster and faster and faster. And you keep adding things. So, like, Mm -hmm. by the time you get to the end, it's, like... The woman who swallowed a fly, who swallowed a thing, who swallowed a thing, who swallowed a th- like it's like seventeen with fucking the tree things long. With the broken and at the end, and, and the... by the end of it, you're going hella fast, like da 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 da, 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 da and it's like no one can sing yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's drunk because you're at a wedding, so it's like it's like, a very. Why did, why did the woman swallow the fly? I don't know why. Yeah, she swallowed a fly. Yeah, <laughs> but Irish. Yeah. So at the show, um, Chris is singing, but no type of emotion on his face. And this is like show choir. I don't know if you guys were in show choir in school. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have to kind of ham it up on the stage is what mm. the parents like. But Chris is just kind of looking out, just like, and hole and frown. I don't want to be like here. It looked just like his um, grade level uh, singing. Like, you know, second grade has to sing this song. Or yeah. Like, Whatever. But other kids are up there kind of hamming it up. That's what I mean. Well, that's he just, just, those are just performer kids. Yeah, he just didn't want to show emotion. <laughs> There's always performer kids in every group. So the, yeah, they're, like, the they're just like dancing everywhere. around and singing. Like, there's always those yeah. kids. So the whole time in this movie, uh, Sarah's starting to just slowly like lose grip of... Reality. Yes. So even here at this talent show, she comes in and she's listening to Not Chris sing. And he just is on stage by himself singing and his voice gets deeper and deeper and it's just like a scary weird voice and then she wakes up and then she just breaks off and is just looking for a door she just wants she's trying to run away from the school and leave the kid what's wrong mommy yeah her friend pops up and is like what's wrong he's like that's not my son man like it's like let's go talk about this Chris is like yes mother talk about what and she's like and she just breaks off and leaves the kid just runs away so she has herself a plan. So she has a sweet ass old fucking camera, and she puts the camera in a hidden spot in the room, and she's gonna record the kid, and just to have some type of evidence she can show somebody else. Because honestly, it's just her word against you know a fucking child. So you know, hey, my kid's a weird monster thing. No one's gonna really believe that until you got some evidence. So she gets some type of ammo uh, while the kid is gone, and she actually looks at it and she's very disturbed about what she sees and she goes over to Dez's and shows him and it's like I think your wife was actually telling the truth and your son something happened to him yeah your son wasn't your son and my son's not my son your wife was right yeah Yeah. like look at the tape and he looks at it and he's like I don't see anything but you can tell the second he looks at the camera he, he makes a face like, you saw some shit. He fucking saw some shit. And he's like, nope, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. And I didn't see it. Yeet. Throws the camera and breaks it. He's like. I didn't see shit. Yeah. He's Yeet. like, you and need. neither did you. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you need to get out of my house. Like, I can't do this. And she's like, tell me that you don't believe me. Say tell it. Me and he's like, I can't. I can't. I, I got to go. It just leaves the room. So it's like. Oh, you can't say I'm I mean, making this shit up. They didn't really finish his part of the story, but I'm sure the next line of his story was he committed suicide. Yeah, yeah. that's the what guilt, I was thinking. The I, guilt of 50 years of treating his wife like shit and not believing him, not believing her, not you know trusting the fact that she knew what the fuck was happening, not searching for her for his son who yeah. question mark was somewhere like. Yeah, I was, I'm I was, sure he committed suicide yeah, post this, but they never sad. like continued into that. He just like threw that camera and said peace. Yeah. And, like, I was hoping was I was hoping he'd pop up later and help out, kind of like a woodsman situation. Yeah, and come in and like mm-hmm. I'm here to help, and then die, you know. But um, so Sarah gets back home and she's just looking at the kid. They're like, "It's not my fucking son." And so she's like, "Oh yeah, I know something I can do." Hey, it's a callback from earlier in the movie. She's like, "Hey." We haven't played our game in a long time. And you can see his face. He's like, oh, shit, I don't know this. And she's like, three. What Hmm? triggers it is she gets home, doesn't see him anywhere, and tries to get the SD card out of the camera before he comes in. And then he's just, like, there in the room. What are you doing? Nothing? Yeah. And then it's, like, a two-second montage of the next two hours. And then she pulls this. Yeah, she. Oh man, he just like quietly appears in places, but she does the countdown, 
And on one, he doesn't make a face like they always do. And she's like, you're not my son. And he's like, what are you talking about, Mom? And he's like, you're not my son. And he keeps saying it. And he, he gets up. And you see his little fist kind of ball up you a little. the Parmesan cheese thing. No, that's... But they no, already that's ate. Right, right that's before. before. Yeah. That's before. in between the SD card and this game. Mm-hmm. Is she says, oh. Oh, you know I don't. Dinner. Yeah, she's like, you know I don't like that dust cheese. Like says the specific words he said. Yes. So she actually uh, tells him like, yeah, you like Parmesan cheese, and he's like, yeah, I like Parmesan cheese, and takes two big heaping spoonfuls of it, and at that point she's like, yeah, that's not my kid, uh, and so. The kid gets up, starts walking toward his not mom, and he's like, you know, Sarah's like, you're not my son. And then he grabs her arms and it just throws her across the room. Just super strength. And then you hear struggles, and she flies across the other way in the kitchen. Across the table. Yeah, she gets destroyed. So she gets knocked out, and she wakes up. She is in the yard, and she sees Chris is digging a hole. To with bury, his bare hands. To bury her. And so actually gets her, drags her over to the hole by the hair, and puts her head in the hole, and is starting to bury it. And then, oh, he passes out. Hey, good job, Sarah. Drug your fake kid. Good for yeah. you. That <laughs> kept you alive. Yeah. She, so, filled, she took all her crazy pills that the doctor made her and just put, put it in, in the Parmesan. Yep. That's some super Parmesan cheese. Knock you out. So... The kid's knocked out. The thing's knocked out. She takes it down to the basement because she's trying to just work out what the hell she's going to do. The kid wakes up. They actually start fighting a little bit. And the kid's got, you know, super fucking strength. He's hopping around the room. She smashes his head into, like, the wall. He goes down again. And he just starts screaming. This, like, ear-piercing, like, just frequency. And she actually locks the door of the basement and runs off because she knows that the kid is somewhere. And so... After looking at the kid's reflection, she is super confirmed that this is not a kid. She sees a weird-looking monster in the reflection. So she runs back to the hole, knowing that, hey, there's a chance. My kid might be here. She lets the sinkhole just take her away. Just take her away. And she ends up in these tiny little tunnels. She crawls. This is the worst part of the movie for me. Both. It's the worst I, part of the movie for everybody. I do not no. like crawling in fucking tunnels. That would... It reminded me way too much of that movie with uh, Jonah under France. As above, so below. Yeah. Oh. In the catacombs, I was like, oh, no. can we fucking not? It's a mess. So if there's only enough space for one person to go one direction, you can bet it's going to be a hell no. Yeah. So crawling through, she actually finds Chris, her Chris, and he's all like, seems like he's like in this weird little fancy coma. It reminded me a lot of uh, the Upside Down and Stranger Things. Yeah. Yep. Like, Will was just kind of wrapped up in some shit, in some, like, I don't know, spider web looking at ass shit. Tooby things, yeah. Yeah, and it was very similar for oh, this yeah. kid, too. Like, yeah. Yes. So she grabs Chris and looks around. Oh, no, she woke up all of them, all of those things. And then she crawls back out through the hole, going reverse, which is really awesome of her. She has all the core power, and drags her kid out. So a changeling grabs her arm as she's almost out, and she bashes at the arm, and then she puts the flashlight in the just in the hole to look at it. It's her! So these things, all they need is just a touch of whatever they, they're grabbing onto to yeah. change into them. And then she keeps on hitting, and she gets out. And so they she run away. the fuck out of herself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, <laughs> they run away from the sinkhole, uh, probably one of the most ridiculous spots of this movie. She gets back to the house and realizes, I'm not going back in that fucking house for anything really important. She puts her kid down by the car and goes inside to get the keys to the car. I, I literally, like, <laughs> could fucking not. It's very that, silly. When that happened, I was like, there is no fucking way this mom who just got her kid back would We're set her down. kid down and fucking walk away from him. So, in the dark. In absolutely. the middle of nowhere. Absolutely no. fucking not. So, you know what uh, I'm doing? I'm not doing that. Yeah. I saw a fun fact. Uh, the director, he went to a couple of uh, screenings of the movie. Mm-hmm. And at that point in the movie when she sets the kid down, everyone, they just keep laughing. Because they think it's just such an absurd thing for a mom to do. You just found your kid after, I would say, down. maybe a week, week and a half. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, I got my kid back. I'm so happy. Stay right here real quick. 
And then <laughs> I gotta go back inside real quick. They thought it was absurd, and he was he was a little salty about it. But it's an absurd he cut thing. Up and left. Yeah, it's an absurd thing to do. I just think it's really silly. Yeah. But he was salty about it, but he shouldn't have done it. Yeah, as a, it's, as a filmmaker. She like, should have just had the kid in her arms. Yeah, for this n- next scene. Yeah. But it's fine. But she goes back inside. She hears. The thing at the door just jiggling the knob, still saying mommy, and then the voice just gets weird because it's the jig is up at this. Yeah, and he's like, just like at this point. Mommy. And so the only thing that you do with monsters, so Evil Dead taught me this, uh, you cut things in pieces or you set it on fire. That's how you take care of anything that bothers you in this world. Salt and burn that bitch. Uh, So Sarah lights the house on fire. Makes just about sense. And so they scoot off in the car. And so we get a few fast forward, probably a couple of months. Sarah's back in college. Good for you. And the kid's got a bike. Hooray. And she still has a little bit of doubts. And you see in their apartment, there are mirrors everywhere. And she's taking pictures of Chris just to confirm that he's not a lumpy, smooth skin. Lumpy space princess. Monster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can tell that something like this doesn't really leave you anytime uh-huh. soon. They're like, man, that was a monster. I was living with an absolute monster. It's like, yeah. There's like a permanent, what do you call it, conspiracy in your brain. Yeah. That just, it's never going to be right. Yeah. yeah. So that was uh, the hole in the ground. Um, I like. I'm upset she didn't set that whole forest on fire. Yeah. Fuck. Right? It's. I, I like Grenade stories. Grenade into that fucking sinkhole. Like, yeah. I, I like stories like that you where take it's Boba just. You that with you. Bye. <laughs> where it's just like. You meet up with something just that you don't know the story of. You don't really give a shit. They got out and they left. She mm-hmm. didn't even tell anybody about it. No one would believe her. I get that part of it, but like, I don't know. I'd be I'd be pissed and go back, but I don't want to get snatched up. So, um, so Katie, who was your favorite character in the hole in the ground? The mom was my favorite character. Aside from that slip up at the end that the director fucked up on by having her put the kid down. Yeah. Um. She was the best character. There wasn't a lot of characters to this film. No. Um, but she was my favorite. She stuck to her guns the whole time. She trusted. You know, she spoke to a doctor at the beginning when she didn't trust her own thoughts because she started having weird thoughts about her kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, came to the realization that she was right and, you know, immediately snapped out of it. Like, stopped taking the drugs that the doctor had prescribed her and started really focusing on how to get her son back and how to deal mm-hmm. with the situation that she was dealing with. So she was a hard ass. Like Agreed. She could have like stocked up on some guns or something, but yeah, she didn't. She just did it all with shit she had in the house. So for good sure. for her. Emma. Well, your favorite literally pairs with my favorite. Uh, my favorite character was her maternal instinct and a woman's intuition. Nice. Because, let me tell you, unless you are actually diagnostically psychotic, a maternal instinct or a woman's intuition is rarely incorrect. So, yep. Aside from that moment where she put her kid down outside and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Poor choice. But written, yes. That was written by a man. Mm, co- yep, that's a thing. Otis? Uh, Sarah. There, there's not that many viable, like, favorite characters in this. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess if you really like the bad guys, and I really do like bad guys in stories then and stuff. The kid. But, you know, you would do the kid, but uh, he was an alright villain, I guess. I, it, that, with, the, with something that kid like actor that, was phenomenal. The actor was phenomenal. That kid deserves a fucking But offer. Sarah was pretty solid. Um, I don't have a kid, but I don't know. I don't know how I would feel if I really knew that wasn't my kid. I, I don't know. She she seemed she didn't want to kill the thing with her own hands. Is why she set the house on fire instead of like chopping it up or something. So I don't know. She she had her hangups, which makes sense. I mean, the thing looks like your child. So I mean, I'd be like, I can't do this. But no, Sarah was amazing almost all the way through the movie. Like I said, she had her spots, but. Uh, brave chick, man. She went straight into that sinkhole, not knowing where the fuck she was going to go. She could have just yeah. suffocated. That could have been the end of the story right there. Uh, very brave. Very brave. Yeah, that's so, a hard pass. Uh, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Creepy ass kids. Now, I loved the actor that they chose for the little boy mm-hmm. in this movie. I think that that actor was incredible. 
And I can't wait to see what that kid does later down the road because he was creepy as shit and he played his part perfectly. Both parts, the normal kid and the creepy possessed kid, like Changeling Kid. He was fucking great. But my least favorite character in any horror movie ever is creepy ass children. I am around kids all day and when kids do creepy shit, it is the fucking worst. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I just can't. I do not like creepy kid shit like normal like just no i can't emma mine was anyone who ignores a mother's instinct and tells her she's wrong that was the whole town every person in this movie (laughs) yep i mean you kind of gotta get a little well, I mean, it's like, gonna happen. Kids, a weird, freaky monster clone. Okay, Noreen, <laughs> that's a lot to put on somebody. Yeah. Without any evidence. It I mean, just saying I guess if something she showed is them, wrong with your child. Yeah. Is I guess if she showed him the mirror. I guess that would have worked. But she yeah. took she took matters it, in her own hands. Yeah. What's weird is that even if the mom like, I don't know. There's like a Munchausen's by proxy like situation here that even if she was saying that there's something wrong with my kid and no one was believing her like somebody would have believed her like a doctor would have believed her instead of just putting her on crazy pills like they would have ran a bunch of tests on the boy all they did was like check that kid's blood pressure and it was like he's fine (laughs) that's not a tell I've never really heard a heart like that but uh that's not a tell of kids being fine like go do some x-rays and cat scans and all sorts of shit like this mom is genuinely concerned that her child is possessed by some sort of demon or not acting normal (laughs) like if this person is around their kid basically 24-7 aside from the time that they're in school when something is off you need to listen to the parents and check, like legitimately check. Maybe Deeply. that kid has cancer and they're acting yeah. just a little bit weird because something inside their body hurts, but they don't know how to describe what mm-hmm. it is. Uh, like they did not do an extensive enough round of tests on this kid to no. figure out what the fuck was wrong with him. Correct. Uh, so my least favorite, I had Evil Chris down, but I really thought about it. Evil Chris was actually pretty good at what he did. Um, I love when characters are. They come into the party late, and they're like, oh, shit, I don't know everything I'm supposed to know. And it's like, yeah, your favorite food. And he's like, yeah, mm. my favorite food. Yum. <laughs> and it's like. It sure is. And then, like, watching her face just be like, you know, bothered mm. by what I just said, right? Delicious you know, uh, spaghetti tacos. You know, and you can tell that they've been doing this for a very long time, and, you know. I don't know if this was the Changeling's first family that it, like, jumped in, but it was pretty good at, you know, like, infiltrating until, you know, the the little things that, you know, a family does. Like, oh, shit, I don't know any special games they do. Fuck. You know. Uh, so I like actually... She's counting down to one. What do I do? Yeah, right. So I actually did... Uh, my least favorite character, I actually did Dez. So I did the the husband of Noreen. So, if Katie went crazy and Possibly. killed our kid oh, saying yeah. that it wasn't our kid and I was, you know, Yikes. stayed with her and took care of her and stuff and then she just somehow buried her head in the dirt and killed herself, you know, I'd be really like torn up about it. And then if my neighbor showed me something saying like your wife was not crazy, that's not your kid, and I don't think this is my kid. I think it's the same situation. Like, what what do I do? I'm not going to say I don't see anything on this. I'm not going to have that doubt. I'm going to pick up a fucking shotgun. I like to think old man has a shotgun. Or an axe. And be like, no, let's go do some fucking work. Because I'm mad my kid's dead. Yeah. Or, I don't know, he might be still out there. But your kid might still be alive. Let's go find your kid. Yeah. And, and that's what I expected from him. So, it was. I think he's my least favorite because I'm just disappointed his character didn't do anything uh like i said the the huntsman like in fucking um what's that uh the red riding hood like huntsman helps her out snow white but it's i thought red white riding hood i thought somebody came and helped her that's my chopped up the wolf for possibly but a lot of the huntsman stories are with snow white yeah because the huntsman is what saves her from he's supposed to kill her but then he sets her free yeah 
But yeah, but a character like that, I really thought Daz was gonna pop out and have like I don't know a torch or a fire or yeah, something. Yeah, he was gonna be the last line of defense against this. Yeah, and, and fight him off, and then you know he gets eaten or dragged off, and he's like, ah, it's fine, ah, mm-hmm. and he dies. That's what I thought was gonna happen, or they would have turned into Noreen, and he would have been like, oh shit, and then yeah. they would have jumped him. But it didn't. He just went to the back room and, I don't know, was sad or killed himself. It honestly would make a lot more sense for them to change into things that don't have any other family around. Like, you should be taking over Dez's body because no one's going to miss Dez. His wife is already dead. You killed his kid years ago. Like, take over Dez. Yeah, it was sad. You could just live. Like, Like, the millions of horror movies I've seen... A character like that would come in in Act 3, flying in like fucking Independence Day. Sorry I'm late, Mr. President. Yeah. And come in and help with the end. They usually don't make it to the end, but they help out with the situation. So uh, that's why I was my least favorite. I was just really sad he didn't help. So uh, let's do seven-word synopsis. Uh, you want to go first? Um, sure. Let's see. That old man couldn't bear his sins. No. Because he was nowhere to be seen after he checked yeah. that camera. Like, like I said, that was pretty bitch made of him. Yeah, but he probably killed himself. Like, I know. He had a lot. A, that, that's a lot to put on somebody. Be like, hey, your wife was right. Your wife was right. And 30 years ago, like, this and, happened to you. And or... you were most assuredly telling her that, like, no, you just, your brain's For messed up. For 30 years, like, yeah. yeah. Your brain's messed up, honey. Like, I still love you. You're just crazy. And it's like, oh, she wasn't crazy. Fuck, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. I get that. And then my last one. Things I'm not doing. Crawling into hole. (laughs) Just hole? Just one hole? (laughs) That was the end of my seven. I couldn't add more. I would have said crawling into that hole or crawling into that sinkhole. But (laughs) I had to shorten it to seven. Crawling into hole. Crawling into hole. I... You could not pay me enough to be like, you know what? There's a thing down here. There's there's a billion dollars at the bottom of this sinkhole, Katie. <laughs> you gotta you gotta jump in. You gotta slide down. You gotta walk crawl through some catacombs, and at the bottom there'll be a like a, ta- a cave, and there's a billion dollars in it for you. I nope. Like, cool story, bruh. I'm good. Yeah, I. <laughs> I'm good. It's like I don't think it's. You could, you could go get it yourself. <laughs> I guess it is a, a fear of mine. I don't like small areas. So like in As Above, So Below, uh, when the cameraman, the black guy, he was crawling through like the bones toward the beginning, and he got stuck, and he started just breathing hard, and he was like, "Oh shit, I'm stuck, I'm stuck," and he's freaking out. That really sucks. Uh, yeah. And I was like, Ugh. and then when she got stuck. And she was starting to freak out. She actually had to sit still for a second and just, like, breathe. And was like, and then started crawling again. She's like, this is fucked up. So I, yeah, small areas like that. That shit, it I sucks. I think I really have a problem with small spaces. I don't think I really have a problem with small spaces, but I am not going into a sinkhole. Like, that's, Hard no. that's just, um, I don't know number two or three on the top of the list of things I'm not fucking doing um, because it just sounds horrible. Like, you're just asking to die. Yeah. And after that, have, like, okay, I made it through the sinkhole. Now I have to crawl through this tiny tunnel. Like, no. No. Like, if it was maybe just crawling through the tiny tunnel, like, okay... Like, start here, crawl through the tiny tube, and then on the other end, there's a billion dollars. Like, sure. It'd be like being at a fucking park or whatever and going through the little tubes that... Because I'm a grown adult. Knowing there's a start and a stop. Yeah, knowing there's a start and a finish, but I'm not... I'm not fucking crawling through, like, dirty roots and... To a potential opening at the other side. Yeah, to who knows where, with my question mark flashlight, to go see... Question mark. Like, you got me fucked up. Nah. Okay. So, uh, my seven is, hey, Katie, you love Bill Murray? Deception? (laughs) Or you can change the seventh word to gunfire. 
Accurate. <laughs> I expect I expect you to fire on me. Yeah. Like, I told Katie that we have uh, code words. There's certain phrases that she just needs to just understand that I'll ask. And she'll probably be like, why are you asking that? It's really stupid. No. Like, man, Katie, remember we met in New Mexico? It was so beautiful there. And you're like, yeah, it was the best time. Pop, pop. Yep. It's ways we shoot. determine the I'm other person's fate. I don't fake. care if she's hypnotized. Like, she did. I've killed her. So yeah, I if, I, have, if I ask Otis what vegetable he wants with dinner and he gives me a response that includes an actual vegetable, we're done. Pop, pop. Artichokes. It's my favorite. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. Yeah. That's, that's not Anything my husband. Anything that isn't French's French fried onions. <laughs> Yeah, if it's pop. not fucking potatoes, <laughs> it's not Otis. So poppity pop pop. So yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. This movie was straight up like if you have a code, they'll keep you alive. Yeah, create a code with your family. As it turns out, like Some... for me, if I take a bite out of a coconut, y'all better kill me if the coconut doesn't <laughs> kill me first. Yeah, that's that's real. This coconut is divine. Oh like, no, it is, but it also spells a very expensive hospital trip right. for me. Like, <laughs> eating macaroons, we walk into right. your eating macaroons, Micah. Uh, this that's gone. not Emma. <laughs> that's not Emma. Not her. That's a demon. No, that no, ain't no, it. No, no, no. 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 Get you and be like, hey, um, I left something in the car real quick. Wait, can you come out can with you me? Help me. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm gonna grab the kid. And I'm gonna grab Micah. And we're gonna go outside. We're gonna set this house on fire. <laughs> I know you're going to be mad I'm burning this house down, but that's not your wife. This house is on fire. That's not yeah. your wife. That's not that's your wife. Not, How do you know she, she was eating macarons in there? I, that's not your wife, man. Bitch had a mouthful of coconut. She you just hear up. weird sounds from the inside. See? See? She wouldn't scream like right. that if she was on fire. Yeah. So, uh, Emma, seven words. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Who dropped the huge sarlacc in Ireland? Mm-hmm. Accurate. And then those doors need some WD-40 real bad. Yes, they do. Scraping wallpaper is the actual worst ever. <laughs> I've done it. It sucks. And then my alliterative. Creepy kid, creepier crater containing claustrophobic crawl space. Ugh. Yeah. I'm fucking good. No, thank you. That bitch <laughs> slid down into that goddamn sinkhole and I was like... Roll credits, please. <laughs> okay. We're done. Yeah. So, this film came out January 26, 2019 in Ireland, and it popped around in the UK and stuff like that. Uh, I could not find a budget, and I didn't really want to try. Uh, it, it's, it's an independent kind of film. It's smaller scale film, so it kind of makes sense. Oh, but there was a box office. So, what do you guys think the box office for The Hole in the Ground was? Katie. Five million. Okay, Emma. Considering my budget guess was three Guinness room temperature. Uh, my box office. Still better than American Guinness. Yep, my box office guess was two dollary dues. Two dollary dues. So Emma was closest. The box office was three point four dollary dues. That's actually astonishing. It well. It was a good to movie. be perfectly honest, if this would have gotten a legitimate release, oh, yeah. international release, this movie, this movie is so unnerving. It is. It's. We're joking a lot, but I was terrified like 95% of this film. I'm trying to think of a movie that it compares to that I've seen. Hello, Mommy. Or Good Night, Mommy. Good Night, Mommy killed it. It's, and that, I mean, it just, it was such a good movie. And I hate horror films, funny enough. I, I they make still, me, cre- yes. I'm better with them now after yeah. two and a half, or almost two years. But it's, it was so good and so terrifying that it should have gotten its own release. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's you know, it was made in just another country, and no one picked it up. So yeah, um, it's gotten it's like a claim, and people are talking about it now. And just like we say with a lot of those indie films that we do watch and we love, but they only make like twenty bucks, like the Collector Ooh. series. Great like, Encounters, the first th- one, not still, the second one. They're still making those movies. So honestly, word of mouth is better than money sometimes with these films. Um, so yeah, um, hopefully. Well, I know the director name is 
Lee Cronin. So Lee Cronin, um, off of this movie, actually got the job to be the director in the new Evil Dead movie that they are there working on now. So Bruce Campbell, he's not going to be in it because he's a little older. Um, but he is an executive producer along with uh, Sam Raimi, the guy that did all the good Spider-Man movies. So they're going to be there helping out with this. But he's going to make the new Evil Dead movie. So that's I think they're working on it right now. So I'm very excited for that. I love this director. So I can't wait to see what Lee Cronin can do with some more money and with you know some demons that like to just eat people and rip them apart. So I'm very excited about that. So um, nothing but, you know, good things from here on, hopefully, for Mr. Cronin. So uh, I don't have anything else for the hole in the ground. Anybody got anything? Sorry? Watch it. It was really good. Please do. Purchase it. Spend money on it. Yeah, it's a really good one. I would... You should watch it. I know I say this a lot. Mm -hmm. Just about every movie. But no, this one's pretty solid. So, uh, if you have any other cool fun facts about Ireland or scary things in Ireland to look at or not look at. Yeah, I'm good. I don't need... Ireland was beautiful. <laughs> I don't need to look at any scary shit. Uh, <laughs> don't, I don't need the scary side. Don't taint my motherland, okay? Right. Remember when we went to that really creepy, like, abandoned castle in that abandoned abbey? That was scary enough. I'm good. You sure went in? <laughs> I sure did. No, it, it was fine. It was a sunny day. And I didn't. So, that tells you how I felt about <laughs> it. wouldn't have fit anyways. All the door jams were, like, four foot yeah, five. You want to go into this, like... Abandoned spot that we had to kind of go over a gate to get to? Nah, I'm cool. I'm going to stay out in the sun. <laughs> okay. And they skipped in there. I was like, okay. Uh, no, it was a mess. We did not get snatched up or possessed, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, uh, like I said, this is chapter one of Fairytale Horror. Uh, we got three more films in this weird genre that we picked and then we are off to Halloween Screamathon so we are in September uh, Katie's birthday is in what six days then Micah's is in 17 days yep. yeah so we're gonna crack some birthdays out and then we're gonna do our thing in October so it's be year three year three of Allentown and before we before we get to October we gotta I gotta have you guys pick your top five movies of the year Y'all. the season. So we're doing like that. So uh, for everyone here, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with another fairy tale horror film. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Toots. We're finished here. <laughs>